is good, Divine Dolls. I hope all is well with you. So, um, I absolutely enjoyed our last persuasion oracle. And so, um, decided to dig in today into the persuasion deck. You guys know it's 33 cards. Um by Max Klimenko. And so reached in there and right off the bat, I'm going to pull the one that's on top. You're probably going to see in the title. I'm actually going to pull two. I haven't done any shuffling or anything else, but I wanted to address this one. Um, so here's a tip. It says, when someone is apologizing to you, don't say, it's okay. Instead say, thank you. Don't do that again. Well, it says, don't do this again. Uh, I love it. 2022. 2022. When someone is apologizing to you, don't say it's okay. Instead say, thank you. Don't do this again. Now it says how it works. It says this emphasizes that a mistake has been made and that it is not. He put it in all caps. N-O-T. It is not. I said he Put it in, in all caps, right? This is from a masculine. Put your pretty foot down. The emphasis has, uh, the em- this emphasizes that a mistake has been made and this is not okay. It is not okay. Okay? It says, this trick will make the offender less likely to repeat their wrongdoing. I love this. Because my whole thing, I think, you know, if it hasn't been made clear, is all about empowering you. Right? Sometimes I've had to go back and retract my statement or fill in some gaps. But it's always to empower you. Right? It's always to make you win. Always to help you leverage your beauty, your intellect, your value, right? I think that this one is so important because, you know, for a lot of us divine feminines, if you're anything kind of like me and some of the stuff I say resonates, part of stepping into, into your power is, you know, we have always taken divine to mean kind, to mean to mean that you're a pushover, to mean that you can be trampled on and trotted on. Um, we've talked a lot, especially, in, and you guys already know how I feel about this. Um, in many ways, I am using and, and sharing my thoughts and my progress, but I have a, a lot of pet peeves with Christianity, a lot of them right? But I do have some strengths with them. I think once I understood that it's an allegorical and you look at the metaphysical um, and sometimes, okay, it's a persuasion deck. I'm going to say this one thing, but sometimes I feel like whoever this divine source is that you think is, is going to come down and you think that you're going to say, you know, how you sacrificed yourself and lived in scarcity and you allowed people to trample on you. He's going to be like, (laughs) I did not send you here for this. That's on you. You can hold that L, right? Um, And so, but one of the things that even Christianity teaches you is, you know, you sacrifice and, and you turn, you know, the other cheek. And um, especially when you start to superimpose 
Christianity with how the woman's supposed to be subjugated and submissive, right? We're moving away from that paradigm, right? The days of you people doing you wrong and you accepting it or tolerating it, those days are done. Now, if that means that it doesn't make me a Christian, it doesn't make me a Christian. If that means that it doesn't make me uh, divine, it doesn't make me divine. I think one of the, the um, podcasts I want to do next is I'm, I'm actually going to recuse myself from the twin flame journey just because I don't like the way that the, the they're selling the divine masculine to me. I just don't. <laughs> the, the, the divine masculine that is being sold to me, and I swear to you, I have not seen any um, tarot readers that talk about a strong divine masculine that's matching me at my level as an empress. I don't want it. The divine masculine that they're selling right now in 2022, any of these tarot readers, um, and and he, he listen, the way that they're packaging him, he's a pussy. <laughs> okay. I don't want any parts. So I'll be doing a podcast on that. I know I kind of overlapped it with this and that kind of sucks for anybody's here for the persuasion deck. But listen, I want no parts. I'm done. I have no problem. Like I've been talking about how I've burnt my cross, which has to do with Christianity. I've burnt the boots, which have to do with, you know, the black community saying that we need to suit up and boot up and put both boots on their neck. No, thank you. No, sir. No, ma'am. I've burnt the cape. I'm not trying to save anybody. Um, those days are done. So I don't know. I'm going to what burn the twin flame. (laughs) I don't know, but it's about acknowledging, you know, it's, it takes a certain conversation for this to happen. Um, but you know, this happens a lot when people interrupt and they'll say like, um, They'll say, um, I'm sorry, when in the middle of interrupting you and then proceed through their conversation. It's like, bruh, no. No, if you're really sorry, then don't do it again. Period. That is Empress energy. Now, if that kind of made your ovaries kind of feel like, oh, I don't know if I could do that. It's time for you to woman up. Facts. Some of us are still, you know, in that little girl energy. <laughs> I will tell you this. I will say this. I feel like, you know, and I'm going to pull another card. This is just as much speaking to me. Don't even get it twisted. And what I'm going to say next is I can feel like when I made that statement to you, trust and believe, I'm talking, speaking to the choir, because I've thought about the process and the progress I've made even over the past two years. But going through, you know, like the breakup and the depression and rehabbing myself, it's forced me to look at, you know, how I did things when I was a girl. Like when, when I talk about, I've even noticed over the past couple of podcasts, I'm stepping into my womanhood, into what it means to be an empress, to be confident, to know my worth. Okay. And so, you know, little girl energy is, you know, insecure, um, intimidated, um, wanting to please, right? Um, 
fragile, <laughs> right? But to be a woman, think about Empress energy, Queen of Swords, Queen of Pentacles. I want you to really visualize what that means. That is like, <laughs> she she is not playing with you. We're not talking about the princess. Princess is kind of like, could be a little bit naive, you know, so pretty, you know. But the queen has seen some stuff and she's been through some stuff and she's dealt with the janky people and she's dealt with the people who've tried to get, um, get over on her. She's dealt with the, with the, you know, shady merchants. She's done business negotiations with the imports and the exports. She's had to deal with um, you know, chief of police and chief of staff to get make sure, you know, that the security, all the guards are in place and that everybody's been trained and she has to deal with, you know, who's doing the, the dinner parties and the invites and what kind of food and exactly how you want things. And you want excellence. And there's no time for second guessing. There's no time for them to question that you're a queen. You correct them with the quickness. Let there be no doubt. Let there be clarity in your mind that you're not going to do this again. Especially since you know. When someone is apologizing to you, don't say it's okay. Instead, say thank you. And don't do it again. Now remember... This is this is you and me. We're having a girl talk. We're just chit-chatting. How you doing, boo? But listen, don't let's not forget the lesson we learned last week. Last week we talked about persuasion, baby. The honey, the nod, the smile, okay? The batting of the eyelashes. Okay? So I know I'll, I'll you know. Now, now, you could probably do this to another woman, but again, I think that it's important. One of the things I want to talk about is the importance of likability factor, not so much to seek validation, but there is something to be said that you can win more with honey, okay? But if you're dealing with man or woman, you know, the message is one part of it. I trust that you're going to learn, you know, the importance of a tone, and um, there are going to be, you're going to master how to use different tones with different people in different situations. But I want to remind you, last week we talked about, you know, the the nod and the smile. And so then right after that, we're going we're gonna to be thinking about tone, right? So you can just say in the sweetest voice, thank you. Just don't do it again. Right? And some people might be, they might feel more cutthroat. Baby, listen, listen, listen. At the end of the day, say it how you need to say it, but say it. Say it how you need to say it. Some of us are a little bit more in our queen energy. Some of us are queen of swords, okay? Some of us are queen of pentacles, right? If you're into business, again, you're going to have to have learned what that is. What are the other queens? But those are two of my favorite. Oh, queen of cups, right? Dealing with emotions and relationships. And what's the other one? Um, So queen of swords is just, she's just, 
coming for your head. Queen of Cups is like relationships, you know. Queen of Pentacles is all about negotiations and, and business and that type of thing. I know there has to be one more queen. Let me just check it real quick. And then I need to pull the next card. You know what I'm saying? My thing is, say it how you need to say it. Some of some of us are, are queen energy, empress energy. Let me see. Queen of... And so, let me see. Queen of Hearts. But no, I don't think that's in the deck. So, Queen of Pentacles. Um, let's see. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Queen of Wands. Now, what would... Queen of Wands, would that be more like magic? Queen of Wands reminds you that you are upbeat, courageous, and determined. You are here to see through your creative vision and life purpose. Mm, let's just click on this one real quick. Hold on. Y'all, this is about growth, fertility, passion, loyalty, dedication, perfection, purity, suite of pow- seat of power, Goals, achievements, rebirth of mystery, majesty, strength, and courage. She is seated on, right? Seated on. And I want you to understand that with queen, any queen energy, these are the things that you're seated on. And for you to make this type of statement, for you to sit on that throne, for you to have majesty and strength and courage, you got to have the ovaries to say this. You got to have the ovaries to say this. Right? Let's go to the next one. Oh, I think we already said this one. I'll read it, but I think we already said this one. It said, um, we already did a uh, persuasion one. It says, use the word instantly in your sentence to better persuade someone. For example, if you buy me a new laptop, I will instantly become more productive. And it says the word instantly lights up parts of the brain that are stimulated by instant rewards. So that's just a reminder. Okay. Now here's tip number two. Never ask anyone for anything on a Monday or right before lunch. You heard it from Max. Max is telling you. Never ask anyone for anything on a Monday or right before lunch. Now he says, how does it work? It says, research shows people are more stressed out and least open to new ideas at these times and less likely to say yes. My, my, my. Think about it, though, right? Because one of the things that's so important, and I will continue to weave this thread through the rest of conversations we have, you know, the rest of 2022 and moving forward, the importance of social intelligence, right? A lot of, some of us have been a little bit narcissistic, you know, and little self-centered and only focused on ourselves, but now we're coming out of ourselves and understanding how the brain of the other person works how do people behave what works persuasion is about winning okay so that means that you'll have to learn to be patient 
timing. We talk a lot about divine timing. And so sometimes, you know, that's so beautiful. It really is just a tiny little oracle message in there. Sometimes we get stressed out with, with divine timing. A lot of you know right now we're in the middle of like negotiating stuff for a real estate property, right? And in the midst of everything, trusting that the process is going to turn out, it's already turning out beautifully. Like, But some just a little, you know, mishap. Um, when I say tiny, just but just enough of a delay to that we were able to capitalize on to leverage even better the situation, right? Sometimes I think that you know this is really going to be an oracle message in in there. Some of you might be a little frustrated with with some delays, but there's strategy behind it, and and it's setting you up, right? Um, if any of you ever used to play a uh, volleyball, sometimes the volleyball would be going from girl to girl to girl, but you better believe when it got to that girl in the front by the net, by the by the net, right? I could still feel it and hear it. You know, elbows out, poof, 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 and when that girl leaps up into the air. And smashes that volleyball hard and direct close to the net down on the other side. Right? So it's not always about as soon as the ball comes over the volleyball net, you're just driving it back. No. It's going to take some time to set it up. All right. Catch it. Pass it to the next person. Set it up for baby girl to just drive that thing, right? And so here we are talking about strategy. Gonna have to be patient. But it's about winning. <clears throat> Divine timing is about winning. Social intelligence, understanding how other people work is about winning. The underlying message behind this one that says never ask anyone for anything on a Monday or right before lunch is because he's telling you that this, yeah, it's right here, but I'm going to read it again and then drive it home a little bit more. It says, research shows people are more stressed out and least open to new ideas at these times and less likely to say yes. So to take it just a little step further, right? Just to add a little sprinkle of what it is that I do, your baby oracle. The social intelligence factor behind this is, yes, they're telling you never to ask anyone for anything on Monday or right before lunch. Don't get the strategy and miss the whole point. (laughs) You know, because... Don't mess around and then try to ask your boss for something as they're heading out the office and you know he has a dinner date with his wife. You miss the whole point. Don't say, oh, well, it said, you know, not to do it on a Monday. It's Tuesday and he's heading out of the office, you know, grabbed his jacket and he already told you he's going to go see his wifey. You know, you miss the whole point. The whole point is you're going to have to tap in and looking for other um, cues and indicators 
of when this person is going to be the most receptive to say yes. And that means you're going to have to have some follow, some type of indicator to see if this person is stressed out. Right? I mean, and and if you really want to learn the strategy, look at your kids and how they do it. Think back to when you were a kid. When would you ask your parents for something? <laughs> when you wanted to go watch TV, you wait until mommy is, you know, relaxed and in a happy mood. Same thing applies for, you know, business negotiations, interpersonal relationships. Start to cue in to what this person is telling you with their body language. Are they stressed out? I remember doing this when I was a boss, but I mean, it it took, um, it, it's something that I can say, I you know, as I'm thinking here, the difference from when I first started working, you know, in an office setting versus um, my my last couple of years I remember there would be times where there were very, very important things. But that one hour delay mattered. Right? Um, Where I used to work on Thursdays is when we would have our staff meeting. So I already know Thursdays, he's getting the stuff ready. I'm getting my stuff ready. Not the best time to ask him for stuff. I don't care if it was coming from the president himself. Wait until the meeting is done. And it depends. You know, you learn how to play it, right? And and then, and pretty sure there's going to be other tips and stuff here too. Like, I don't, the the, the point is you start to pay attention to timing. um, And you pay attention to when that person is stressed out and what are the best circumstances to say yes, right? that they will say yes. But I mean, because I was thinking, I'm like, let me let me not overplay this. If it's the president, then there's that factor of like, okay, when do I squeeze it in, right? But again, it was just, I knew how to also set up the questions or ask for certain things or say certain things leading up. God, I hated working. <laughs> I'm so glad I don't have to work anymore. But um, yeah, you just go in and set it up just like you do with volleyball. You ask this question, get a sense, you know, after the first question, maybe I can go in. Maybe if it's the second or third question, then I can, I can drop the point home, but I have to make sure that the mood is set tempered enough for me to get, you know, Hey, the president needs you to call you, but we have a meeting right now. I know, but, um, I need you to call her. Oh no. Okay. All right, then. So, um, yeah, I need to go, but I will, I hope that you got the message from this. You know, um, 2022, I want it to be so special, special for us. And I want us to be em- empowered and I want us to have more power, uh, more empowered situations and, um, step into our Empress energy and whatever you identify with queen of wands, queen of swords, queen of pentacles, queen of cups. It's going to take some ovaries to do it, right? We're leaving behind the infantile, insecure way of doing it. And to sit on that throne, you've got to have the courage to do it.
and that's what adds to your majesty. So I'm going to um, hop off here. Um, I'm your baby oracle. Until the next podcast.